What's going on, everybody? Reverend Lyle Lewis coming back at you one more time, one more episode, and we are here to do a part four, the final part of my Seed in the Sword series. Once again, I'm Lyle Lewis, Reverend Lyle Lewis, coming to you as a representative of the Word Evangelistic Church, where the pastor is, our pastor, Prophet Willis E. Townsend, our co-pastor is Prophetess Denise Townsend. They are the founders of the church. We have service on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. If you're in the Chicagoland area, look us up on Google, look us up on YouTube, look us up on Facebook, get the church info, come on out. If you're not in the Chicagoland area, still check us out on Google, Facebook, or YouTube. Look at our streamlines. We have live Wednesday and Friday night Bible class, live Sunday service. By all means, check us out. If you like what you hear from me, you'll love what you hear from my pastor because he's the one that taught me. So, But moving right along. Okay, so we have Seed in the Sower, part four. Today is the part where Jesus Christ talked about the seed that fell on good soil. And it said it yielded its fruit, and it brought forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. And then when the apostles asked, you know, break it down to us, he said basically the same thing. These are those that hear the word, and when they hear the word, the word of God is actually beneficial to them. And these people, these are these are those that are saved that bring forth fruit, 30, 60, and 100 fold. Now, the thing of it is, is let's get one thing straight. Because the first thing that uh, so many people, when they think about their season coming or their time in God coming up, the first thing they think about is money. The first thing they think about is, oh, the Lord's going to bless me with, with money. No. Let's shut that down right now. The Lord may not bless you with money. And here's why. Just because it may be your time, your deliverance, or whatever the case may be, it doesn't necessarily mean that God's going to bless you with money, and here's why. You might not be ready for money at that time. God may have another blessing for you that you're ready for. You get what I'm saying? You see, when when the Bible says that these people yielded for fruit, 30, 60, and 100 fold, that means different types of works unto God. You know what I'm saying? Automatically, everybody's thinking like, you know, oh, uh, well, when he said yielded fruit, that's blessings from God. No, that's not blessings from God. It said, and they yielded fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold, meaning what? Meaning they put forth works that were great and good unto God. See, automatically everybody's looking like, oh, this means that I'm getting something out of it. When when I when it's my time, I'm getting no. Before God will bless you, you have to first bless God. So you get it where so many people forget that concept. You got saved not only to be blessed by God, but also to be a blessing unto God, to serve Him, to be of service to Him. When Jesus Christ said that these brought forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and 100 fold. What was he talking about? He brought forth fruit, meat for the kingdom of God, meat for the Lord and his purpose and his cause. Remember one thing. If you get saved, you're bought with a price. If you get saved, you are, are, are bought with a price into a life of servitude unto God. This is the reason why the Bible tells us that if our pastor tells us to do something, it tells us to be obedient to them. Uh, what was the exact word? It said, uh, obey those that have the rule over you. 
when we are in God, our main objective is to serve God. That's the main objective, be pleasing unto God, to serve God, to give God our first fruits. But you get so many people skip over that, and automatically the first thing they want to do is look for God to bless them. It's all about me, 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 me. Pump your brakes. God did not just save you so that he can bless you. Yes, that's part of it, but at the same time, he's looking for something from you. He's looking for your service. He's looking for your dedication. He's looking for your commitment. He's looking. These are the types of things that when Jesus Christ said they bring forth their fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold, it means these are those that when they got saved and when they heard the word and let the word minister them and mold them and develop them, they became fruitful and prosperous in God to where God was able to use them to many different great heights. Some he used this way, some he used that way. Some in the church he used as deacons, some in the church he used as apostles, some in prophets, some uh, 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 um, evangelists, some ushers, some choir members. Hey, God has it to where he places those in the church where he sees fit. That's you rendering your services 30, that's you bringing your fruits 30, 60, and 100 fold. You are bringing the fruit 3,600 fold unto God, who then distributes the blessing. It's not that you, you know what I'm saying, oh, these are those that hear the word and they render fruit 3,600 and 100 fold. Because the first thing everybody's looking at, like, well, when am I going to get it? No. You reap, you, you, you bring forth. It says, bring forth fruit. Notice how the Bible tells us to bring forth fruit. Meat for repentance. What does it mean when it says bring forth fruit, meat for repentance? Works. That's what Christ is talking about when he says that they bring forth their fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. These are people who are bringing forth works, great works in God that God benefits from. Now, mind you, understand this is just like a job. You go to work, do your job, you benefit from the job by doing your job. They give you a paycheck. It's the same way with God. But the only thing is, don't expect anything from God. Just know that you're doing the right thing. And the reason why I say don't expect anything from God, we're going to break all this down. The reason why I say don't expect anything from God is because you never know what God has in store for you. And you never know how long it may take God to give it to you. See, in the eyesight of God, God may look at it like as long as they're doing this, I'm going to bless them in five years. But then he may look at the person next to you, see them doing the same exact works and say, I'm going to bless them in two years. See the next person right next to him doing the same exact work and say, I'm going to bless them next week. God does everything in his time for his purpose, for his glory. Also, he does everything concerning a person's inner man. See, you, he may have to develop you, mold you, grow you. He may have to work on you. The person next to you, he has to work on them, but not to that much extent. And the person next to him is, hey, they, 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 they put in the work. And the Lord seen what they were doing. The Lord knows that this is a truly genuine, sincere person that he knows he doesn't have to worry about. He wants to bless who knows? We don't know why God does things. We don't. Only thing we know is that when the Lord moves forward to do something, only thing we can do is just sit back and wait. 
and put faith in him that our time will come around for him to bless us. See, without patience and without faith in the word of God, this part of the Bible, most people don't, they don't make it to this part. But this is the reason why Jesus Christ gave the whole parable of the seed and the sower, to give illustration of how many people come into church and how many people actually benefit from the word of God. Notice what I said. He gave the parable to show the illustration of how many people come to church and how many benefit from the word of God. No, Lyle, hey, Rev, you just said that these people don't benefit from God. Let me break this down to you. The Bible says if you give a prophet a cold cup of water, you won't lose his reward. Now, the Bible also says that uh, if man knows how to give his children good gifts, what about God? What about the Father? Does he not want to give his children good Come on now. This is why I said you've got to have patience because a lot of people, all they, they, they look at how much they have to put into it. They look at how much work they have to do or they look at all the years they've been working and doing and, and going forth and they haven't really gotten anything out of it. The Bible tells you, be not weary in well-doing. You'll reap if you faint not. And then also look at what the Bible also says in the book of Psalms. It says that uh, he will bring forth his fruit in due season. Did it give you a time of what due season was? Did it give you a time when it said, you'll reap if you faint not? It just told you to keep going. Psalm says, blessed is the man walking not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Behold, he shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, whose leaf shall not wither, who shall bring forth his fruit in his season. Meaning, when it is your time. But who controls time? God. So therefore, when God sees fit that it is your time, then you'll get your blessings. Then you'll get your perks. Then you'll get your rewards and stuff like that. But in the meantime, stop looking for it. Because the only thing it's going to do is get Satan a foothold in your mind to get you to stop. See, Satan did this with me. Because it was like, I, 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 at one point in time, I got a little bit frustrated with stuff. I'm like, man, everything's going wrong. I, I done been serving God for this long. Mind you, I was only, it was only like five years at the time. Uh, hey, like I said, I'm, 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 the word of God goes for me too. I'm not only preaching to you. Uh, from uh, Bible knowledge of what I've learned from my pastor. I'm preaching to you from, from, from real life experience. I've been through some of these things. I know what I'm talking about because I've been through a lot of this stuff to where I can teach the Word of God because the Word of God has benefited me. When I was, you know, I was five years in, I was like, oh, well, I've been reading my Bible and I've been doing this and I've been doing that and this person got a house and that person got a house and they got a place to stay and they got a car and I'm still walking and I I I can I, I can, nothing's working out for me and everything's going wrong. Then my pastor had preached the message. He said I had studied that day. Around that time, I can't necessarily say that day, 
around that time and in, in that around those that certain time period, I had studied, and I remember God had came. He was he was he had he had me read the Book of Job. He had directed me to the Book of Job, and he had showed me how Job questioned God, and how God came to him was like, "Were you there when I built the foundations of the earth? Where were you in this and that? Blah blah blah, and so forth and so forth." You know what I'm saying? Job was like, you know what, Lord, I'll shut my mouth. Then my pastor came back and preached a message about complaining. And the whole, to sum everything up, basically that was God's message to me of saying, you don't know what I have in store for you. The only thing you you should be doing is focusing on what it is I have you to do. Do it. Be glad to do it. And wait. See, it's just like planting crops. You can't rush the crops. I don't care what we do. We cannot rush those crops to grow. They're going to grow in their time. We can't have it where we put some magic herbs down or some kind of magic fertilizer or some magic soil and have it be where, you know, we sprinkle it with the magic water and then two to three days later or overnight we have a bumper crop of, of, of corn or whatever it is that we are planting. No, I don't care what kind of water you use. I don't care what kind of soil you use. I don't care how good you plowed the land. I don't care what you've done or what you do. Those crops are going to grow in their appointed time. If it takes six weeks for those crops to grow, they're going to grow in six weeks. I don't care what you do. It's the same way in God. This is the reason why he gave the parable of seeds being sown. They will grow, and they will grow in their time and yield fruit when it is time for it to yield fruit. See, this even goes in the good section, where a lot of people are like, what is my next move? I've done this in God. I've done that in God. What is my next move? Slow down. It's good that you're fervent in God. That is beautiful. You continue to be fervent in God, but wait till the Lord directs you because you get it where a lot of times people get so zealous to do things in God that they wind up moving ahead of God and they wind up messing things up. You know what I'm saying? Be careful. Even to those of you see, this isn't just a message um, to those who are just looking for God. No, this goes to message to those who know they got God, who know they're doing good in God, but they're just waiting for the next step and getting kind of impatient or just getting kind of anxious. Be careful. Understand. The step of a good man is ordered by the Lord. When it is your time, the Lord will see to it that you step into the right office. The Lord will see to it that you walk down the right path. The Lord will see to it that you go down the right avenue which the Lord wants you to go. This goes for anything. It goes for uh, being a minister, being a deacon, uh, any kind of office in the church, any outside administration that you, I mean, um, any outside uh, minister work uh, that you may want to do. Let the Lord direct you. Because, see, a lot of people go out and they do stuff, and they're not ready to do stuff. A lot of people go out trying to get stuff done, and it's not God's time for them to go out and get things done. And then when things get messed up, either the, that, that individual winds up losing faith and hope in God, and then Satan comes in and destroys them from that mistake, 
or they're just sitting there dumbfounded and confused because they didn't understand if they went to do this work for God, why didn't God stand with them? Be careful. You can move ahead of God. Be careful. You can do stuff that is outside of the will of God. Even though it may be something good, it may not be time for you to do that yet. It may not be time for you to go and get this yet. It may not be time for you to go and witness to this person yet. It may not be time for you to go and start this ministry yet. You got to let the Lord direct you. And it's even with those who are looking for God to come down and be a blessing unto them. You have to let the Lord direct you. And how does the Lord direct you? Through his word. Prayer is good. Reading your Bible is good. But unless you have somebody there to teach you the word of God, to break the word of God down to you so that you can be sure to get the fullest understanding of what God would have for you to do, I would suggest you just wait. Because, see, Satan is very tricky. Satan is very cunning. Satan is very crafty. And he will happily step in, making himself look like God, making himself look like He's putting you in a predicament that is so great and beneficial to you, and then you wind up going down that path, and it winds up hurting you. If you don't believe me, look at how many people got married. They ran off, and they married this man, they married this woman, and they just they just knew from the bottom of their heart that God sent this person in their life, and that person wound up pulling them from God or wound up being abusive to them or wound up mistreating them or whatever. And this person wound up being a, 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 a humongous hindrance to the individual rather than a help, rather than a blessing, because they went ahead of God. But if you ask them, they, they'll swear every now and then they didn't go ahead of God. They'll swear every now and then the Lord blessed them with this person. Got to be careful. Those of us who are just impatient, be patient. Those of us who are patient, you're doing good. Keep your patience up until the Lord gets in contact with you. Understand, when it is time for God to have us to do something, when it is time for God to have us yield forth fruit, everything will fall in place. There was things I wanted to do in God. And I, there was times where I jumped out trying to do stuff. It didn't last because, like the Bible said, without me you can do nothing. And like the Bible also said, he that started a good work in you shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. He, meaning Christ, meaning God, meaning the Holy Ghost that is within you, will perform a work that will be continued until the day of Jesus Christ. It's the Spirit of God that puts something down in you, that has you sit down, weigh the odds, count the cause, make up a plan, and go and execute it. God will give you the wisdom of what to do. God will give you the knowledge of what to do. But you have to be patient and wait on the Lord. Now, does this mean that, you know, the part about 30, 60, and 100 fold didn't mean blessings? Don't get me wrong. Jesus Christ meant the works here. But, yes, it can also be used regarding blessings. It can but here's the thing. Here's the reason why I didn't go down that path. I didn't choose to elaborate on the blessing part because you get it where everybody wants to skip over the works and go straight to the blessings. You cannot skip over the works. You got to go through the works, perform the works, do the work. It's the same way when you go to your job. 
You don't walk in the door and 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 and, and every day you walk in and the boss is just handing you a paycheck and you haven't done any work. No. You have to go to work and you got to work all week or for two weeks or all month or whatever it is, however it is you get paid. You got to walk in the job, do your job every day, and then when it's payday, that's when they're saying thank you for all your days of service. Thank you for all of your time of service. Thank you for all of your efforts. It's the same way in God. But the only difference between man and God is man will tell you, I'll pay you every week. I'll pay you every two weeks. I'll pay you every month. We know when man is going to give us something. We don't know when God's going to give us something. We don't know when God's going to be a blessing unto us. This is the reason why it is important to stay faithful, dedicated, and focused and committed to God so that then this way, whenever it is time for us to bring forth 30, 60, and 100 fold, be it works unto God or be it blessings from God, we're able to perform it or receive it. See, some people are in a position to where they didn't stay in God. They didn't play their part long enough. God was looking to bless them, but they had left God. They were God was looking to put them on a path to bless them, but they had left 